Um, so I am Ray. I'm Adam. I'm Gary. Again? Again, he's Gary. There's a chair that's empty there that Johnny's not in yet. Wait, I'm going to be Ed today. You want to be Ed today? I'm going to be Ed. Okay. You're, and, you're um, too far too corrupted to be Ed. <laughs> it's going to be good. All right, you're going to wreck his reputation. Get him fired. We've got a special guest today. So Marissa is joining us here today. Welcome, Marissa. Thank you. Uh, she's here to represent Gen Z. Um, so uh, give us a little different uh, viewpoint on the things that us old folk are talking about. Jen, we're, uh, well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Gen Z. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So welcome to the podcast. If anyone wants to call in and ask us questions or give us any topics to talk about, the number is 386-956-0754. Um, and I think we are about ready to get going. So... Yes. A representative, sorry to Go for jump it. in, but as a representative of uh, the Z generation, I want to know a little bit more about Marissa, like, you know, where are you from? What What's your background? Okay. Um, I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. My mom's from Jersey, hence why I'm here visiting my family. Hello, Cleveland. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Couldn't uh, <laughs> Yeah, I graduated college in COVID year, so 2020. Struggling to find a job, but hopefully that ends soon. Well, you haven't been struggling to find. You've had jobs. Yeah, just not yeah, just not like the job. Good enough job. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like Where'd you go to college? Bowling Green State University, small state school. In That's the, where they teach we, you to bowl, right? No, we all know. We know all Bowling Green. <laughs> yeah. How? Because your your biggest rival is Testicle Tech, isn't it? Ball State. <laughs> Okay, I, I yeah. know these things. That's one of the rivals. You know that. You know That's that. That's true. Right? Yeah, you're right. Uh, so. <laughs> That's all I got. Beautiful. So tell us something else that's cool about Cleveland before we move on. Since, uh, you, since you lived there your whole life, right? I would say it's kind of up and coming. They're doing a lot geographically in terms of like building up the city, making it very, very modern and nice for young people. It's really flocking, I would say, my generation and the generation to come. Yeah, so it's hopefully going to be a good place to live. So that's where the toy, not the toy store house, the Christmas story house is, and uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, and I'm sure there's some other things, right? What's a uh, one or two bedroom apartment go for in like a decent area? So where I live, it's called Lakewood, right off the lake. And a studio apartment can run anywhere from twelve hundred to two thousand dollars. It's nuts. It's Hello, nuts. Cleveland. Wow, yeah, it's about insane. that. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. <laughs> so um, we uh, just for a few minutes to, to to start the day off. We a uh, bunch of us just came from the Rutgers game, uh, opening day football today. So Adam, myself, Way, Marissa, her sister, were there. Um, and Rutgers won. Yeah. So I think Adam's going to tell us about it. Well, I, I, I guess the voice is back. I was hoarse for a, a little bit, but um, from all the yelling at the game. This game, game yeah. <laughs> I, 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 you know, sports is prone to hyperbole, but I think our season was really riding on this game, the opening game, right? Because Big Ten rival, who we should beat, and every year, Rutgers is in a division where we have to play every year, University of Michigan. Penn State, Ohio State. Bowling Green. <laughs> Not Bowling Green. We would love to play Bowling Green, Ball State, Cleveland State, you name them. <laughs> but we've got a brutal season, and we started off with a win, and I'm happy. I'm happy, too. It was a good game. You guys got to come and watch. We'd, uh, we went through the boardwalk. We ate junk food at the food trucks. Had lemonade in the stands. It was a hot day. We moved around our seats like at least a half a dozen times to follow in the shade. Um, it was a good day. Yeah. So happy for Rutgers, happy for us. Cool. All right. Um, and, and for those of you who don't know, Rutgers invented football. Seriously. Yeah. First game, Princeton, Rutgers. And Rutgers 1487. Won. Close. <laughs> Something 18... like that. <laughs> yeah, it was 1869. Yeah. Yep. First college football game, yeah. right? I don't know. Did Rutgers actually invent football? No, no I'm going just, with that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it was something else. No, that, it was no. invented by Jack. Jack football, I think it was. No, there was some team that played for some like uh, special school in Pennsylvania or something like that. I think. Um, 
That might be a good. That's actually a good story. I, I read that story somewhere long ago. That somebody invented it um, and they were playing it. Fake news. <laughs> Rutgers invented it. <laughs> right. All right. So uh, Rutgers what, invented penicillin too, or discovered it. Tell me Just more. Discovered it. <laughs> discovered it. Yeah. I thought it was some guy growing bread in his kitchen 500 years ago. I don't think so. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> yeah, it was somewhere in Pennsylvania, right? In Pennsylvania. Yeah. So I had an idea of uh, something we could talk about today. Um, I was thinking about going to Mexico, um, having some dental work done. <laughs> what do you think about that? Well, what's wrong with your teeth? They I look think pretty good. I think it's a great idea. What's wrong with your teeth? Nothing. Mine are perfect. Oh, oh. so why do you want to go to Mexico? It just sounds like a good place to get my teeth checked out. Right. Oh, just for the regular hygienist uh, cleaning. Yeah. I fully recommend it. Sounds safe. <laughs> what so, do you think? So Gary's bringing it up because I brought it up before. So, um, so I am actually seriously considering doing that. Um, and uh, I can refer to you. Dr. Nick is, is down there. Dr. Nick who? Uh, I don't know. He's on The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> he writes it down. <laughs> so, um, so I was actually looking into the whole di like medical tourism thing, right? Just in general, right? You know, should we go to Costa Rica or go somewhere else and get all this stuff done, right? You know, brain scans and MRIs and all the kind of cool things that cost a fortune here. And, um, but I do need a couple of crowns in my, um, in my mouth, of course. Um, and they're really expensive here. Uh, How much? About 1800 bucks each. How many do you need? Two. And your insurance doesn't cover it? So insurance didn't, even right, when so I- So that's 3,600 bucks. Between, you gotta correct. make a vacation out of Mexico. Correct. To, okay. So, so, so to answer Gary's question, yes. Yeah, so even when I had my prior yeah, a, insurance- I think my insurance had a $1,000 yearly limit. Yeah, they, they didn't, there was none of it being covered or very, very little of it being covered by any insurance that I had prior um, to when I left my job. Um, and now that we have sort of, you know, Obamacare, healthcare, uh, it doesn't cover that either. So, um, so not cheap. So I have the posts and everything put in by, um, you know, a surgeon here. So this is not intrusive surgery. This is just, you know, make the porcelain caps and screw well, them. They don't, the isn't thing. part of the same thing? No, they, it's all done in separate pieces. You have the thing embedded in your, in your jaw, then they put another thing on the top and there's a post sticking out and then you get the porcelain. Then they, then the orthopedic or whatever they're called, they send you away like, okay, we're done with you. Go back to your dentist and they'll make the crowns for you. Well, I have a good idea. So the hard part has been done. I have Correct. a wicked set of Allen wrenches. We could YouTube it. I could do it for we, you. We could do that. We could do that. We can make uh, the molds. How hard could it be? You have to make the molds, yeah. And they're on the side, so they don't have to look perfect, right? They don't have to be but white. The molars? Not even molders. They're like what? they're in the middle, somewhere. Uh, here. Incisors. I don't know what they're called. They're flat on top. Ah, that's easy. <laughs> we could do that. So if you go to Mexico, how much does it cost to get down there? Looks like it's going to cost like three to four hundred dollars each. Dude, that's nothing. Right. We'll do it for two hundred so and make three, a taco. <laughs> so you save three thousand dollars, <laughs> and it will cost how much to go there? So flights right now. If I go in for a week in November, flight round trip to. Um, to Phoenix is 148 bucks. He's bargaining hard. Okay, 100 bucks. Gary and I'll do it and give you two quesadillas. <laughs> Are they authentic? Yeah, we you can, can do gluten a, free you if you want. Uh, Not authentic, make, but a round trip to for 150. Yeah, to one phone 50 to Phoenix in November. Yeah, the dentist flies you. Yeah, and my cousins live in Phoenix. So I can borrow their car and just go. Three hour drive. Do you have a dentist there, or how do you pick a dentist? Well, in Mexico. Doctor Nick. Go on Yelp. <laughs> I've watched a bunch of YouTube videos and um, there's lots of good information out there. So I got to do a little more homework. I'll come back and give you guys an update on it. But, um, but today, since we've got uh, Marissa here, we're going to let Marissa chime in and give us some uh, interesting questions from her perspective. Well, Marissa, are you picturing Ray coming back with his head just completely wrapped in gauze <laughs> and not being able to speak? Yeah, and he's got a sombrero on and That's the right. whole yeah. They give you a sombrero like, with that $400 yeah. Yeah, Gary, I should have let you make me a quesadilla. <laughs> <laughs> so Marissa, put you on the spot. What kind of questions do you have for people like us? Us. us. What is us? <laughs> you guys. Us guys. You know, yeah, very don't, intelligent don't we, <laughs> people that people yeah. that have uh, a little guy like this. Bob, do Bob. you go to the early bird special every day? No, only twice a week. <laughs> All right. What? Okay. Do you guys think that you have been successful in your lives thus far, and how so? Depends on how you define it. Like, if you're talking rich, young, and famous, you know that's 
Uh, that, that's certainly debatable. Well, we're not young and but famous. Young is relative, too. I also think your definition of success is definitely different when you're 15 than when you're 25 than when you're 50, right? I think so. Yeah. To so. a degree. I mean, the chances that I'm going to lead the Steelers to their seventh uh, Super Bowl, not so good anymore. That's what success was <laughs> as a to coach, me maybe. at 10 years old. Not even as a coach. <laughs> it's too late. Yeah. So, but you can guess what her successful definition is, right? So go for it. No, I can't guess what your successful definition is. That, that's a good question. So back at you. How do, how do you define success? I think you're right. It just depends on who you are personally and what success is to you. So I think as Gen Z right now, for me, success would be, are you living the lifestyle that you want to live? A lot of people would say money defines success as a young person and time. Like, are you enjoying what you're doing? I think you, so, you, you kind of hit the nail on the head with adding time into it. Look, everybody thinks of success at some point in their lives, think, as monetary, right? So what you do realize, though, is there, there was a nice curve made 10 years ago, so the exact number doesn't apply, but it was like, if you make $70,000 from zero to 70000 a year, your happiness increases. But from 70000 up to 100000 200000 200 million, doesn't really do anything for happiness. So it does come down to, are you doing what you like, and are you spending your time on things that you enjoy? Yeah? So the question is, for us, are we there? Right. So for me right now, I'm going to say yes. I mean, to me, it's not just money. You know, it's health, it's money, your relationships, things like that. And um, I think you always feel like you could be better. You always feel like life could be better. Yeah. But if you really take a step back, well, I can't say if everybody, but if I take a step back, I'm like, my life's pretty good. I'm happy. Yeah, I think so too. I think we have a lot of friends. We have a lot of family. We are comfortable living. We're doing things we like to do now. So I'm thoroughly in the successful camp that way. Beautiful. Stern. Yeah, I, I agree. But I also think that a lot of it is luck. A lot of it is persistence and a lot of individual effort and, and busting our asses for a few decades. Why, why do you think luck? In what's, what area? Well, were you born into poverty with okay, a, a, a single parent and a debilitating disease? That's fair. Okay. So we started, you started, we started off pretty on, lucky. on the third step <laughs> yeah, out of 10. Absolutely. Yeah, so, right. uh, but just the same, I mean, it, that, that doesn't guarantee anything. That just means, you, you know, we had a little head start. But, but we built on it. But if you take it. a step back, I think we might have discussed this in the past. We all have siblings and we're not all doing the same. So we all started the same. Doesn't mean you're going to finish the same spot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't think where you start guarantees anything. It's just, you know, some people start off at with more advantage than others, and that's not necessarily fair. It just it is what it is, right? But if you happen to have started with a little advantage, you better take advantage of it. Don't yeah. don't don't feel guilty about it. Use yeah, it. Just do it. It's blasphemous not to. I think there's a line, Ed's not here, so I'm going to quote something. Um, there's a, um, I think there's a line in a, in a, in a Vita, in, the, in a song from a Vita where they say, like, she had every, she had all the, all the uh, things she needed to succeed, like a recipe to succeed. She was poor, family was terrible, she was out on the street or whatever, like, everything was terrible in her life. So, of course, right, that person is going to try really hard to get out of that and, and be successful. Is that um, true? I don't know if that's true. That sounds like a recipe for disaster. I'm just because you have all that doesn't mean you might not even realize you can. Yeah, but but in some ways, people that don't have try harder to get it, right? If you're born with it, right? There's some level of where, right. where it's too easy and you just kind of let it slide, right? Coast. Yeah. So Johnny's Sorry, here guys, now. But all I have to say is that I <laughs> So Johnny on the spot. Hello. <laughs> Sorry about that. I tried to uh, plan my day to perfection and I'm 18 minutes late. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, so Mercer's got a question for you. Yes. How would you define success and do you think that you have been successful thus far in your life? Move up to the mic, John. <sighs> wow, that's, a, that's not an easy question just to walk into. <laughs> so I guess um, I would define success since I was young to be living comfortably. 
I wouldn't have to worry about much. And um, I think I've, I've uh, been able to do that only because Jennifer and I have kept our life pretty simple, right? We don't have a lot of kids and we don't have a lot of obligations in the sense that you couldn't get rid of very quickly, right? So we've done that on purpose. I've done that on purpose. Um, and I have to say, it's, it's something interesting because you ask it that way. But I'm, I'm married to someone who I don't think has a definition to that. Like she's just was living and, and sort of just going about it. And she could, she could uh, say something differently to that, but I doubt it. But I, I've always felt that way. My, my definition of being successful is to, to just live comfortably and not have to worry about much things. Yeah. And I think I've accomplished that. I'd like to add something to it. I, I also think... Yes, there's some sense of comfort or autonomy being able to do what you want to do. But there's another level to it as well that if you your time on this planet hasn't improved anything or improved anyone else's lives or done anything, you know, then it's just kind of a selfish little who cares footnote in history. Right. Success is having a positive impact and it doesn't need to be huge. Right. Little pebble thrown in a pond puts ripples out for I don't know, in theory, miles, right? Almost forever. Yeah. So it doesn't need to be big, but I think it does need to be positive, and you need to make some kind of difference. you got to exert your will somehow in a positive way. So selfish way to think about that. Um, if you died tomorrow, right, How would, would people be upset, right? And would it matter to people? Would, would people feel like, oh, now this isn't going to happen because he's not here or she's not here? Like, and and that does. It, I think about that a lot. It does sound very selfish, but I still think about it. Um, yeah, that's dark. I think, um, but it's. But I, it's, I think it's, people. You know, I think people get upset about thinking they shouldn't be selfish. And if you want to get anywhere in life, you have to be selfish. If you want to succeed, you have to be selfish. That doesn't mean you ignore everybody else. Yeah. But if you don't take care of yourself first. You're not going to be able to take care of other people. No, but it's selfish with a goal because you're trying to take care of yourself so you could take care of other things. Right. Yeah. 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 But I don't know. I, I think that that whole selfish thing. No, not really. No, because it's, it's you have to be able to do your own thing in order to then be at peace with yourself to give yourself to someone I, else. I guess the way I'm thinking about it is, you know, if, if I died tomorrow and there was a funeral, you know, or are there a lot of people there? Are they upset, right? Like, yeah, it depends. Is there a football game? <laughs> all, all I know is that someone's going to be like, man, I was going to ask them to fix my boiler tomorrow. <laughs> like, right, for you. That, for, exactly. Now it's everybody's, like, damn. Right. So Pete won't be able to start his car exactly. because yesterday. <laughs> well, that was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I think about that a lot that way too. So um, another nuance to this question, Marissa, um, for everybody though, not defining success necessarily, but how do we define happiness? You know, I'm, I'm someone and only, you know, I walk into this and, and I have to apologize to everyone. So we just came from the beach. I stink. We had this little girl. <laughs> we, we were all over the place. So I apologize. But um, that I have to say. Gary, if he already stinks, I guess you could let it rip. I, yeah. lo I love yeah. it. I've been doing all show. Gotcha. <laughs> I'll give you guys a little. A little we thing. didn't even know. I, uh, I switched to a new uh, primary doctor, right? And you have to do all this stuff online. And I wasn't really paying attention. And I must have answered one of the questions wrong, right? So she's going through the whole thing. We do the physical and everything. And then she sits next to me and she's like, listen, uh, you answered this question. So I'm assuming I have to uh, talk to you. Are you feeling depressed or any of this stuff? I'm like, oh, why are you asking me that? Well, you answered this question a certain way. And I'm like, listen, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> there is no one in this room who loves themselves more <laughs> than I. <laughs> All right. I would never do anything to myself. Right. But you, you start to think about it afterward on the drive home. And I'm like, you know, it's good that they asked that because there's so many people who don't have that inside of themselves. But since I was young, I love myself. I, I love life. I love what it could accomplish. So I think that the definition of happiness comes from the people who created you and created your environment. I think there's there's people who have to then either release what they were given by their parents and create their own. But I can't I can't say that in my case. My definition was created by my mother and father with the example that they set. And the example that they set was just like, hey, do what you got to do in life. Create the life. The other question, right? Make sure that that's done. And everything else is going to sort of unravel in itself in a positive way. 
And it's happened that way for me. So I can never say that I'm not happy and that the definition of happy to me is that you're in a positive state and everyone around you that you can control is in a positive state. And what about, what about I you, thank Gary? the good Lord that everyone around me, for the most part, the stuff that we can't control sometimes happens, sicknesses and stuff like that. But for the most part, we're all relatively successful, having positive family environments, and that makes me happy. That's my definition of happiness. When you're comfortable in yourself and everyone around you is in a positive state. Gary, <laughs> go. I found I'm on the spot here. So there's a, if I think about it, there's a lot of things around surrounding being happy. You know, for one, um, health is a big thing. I want to be healthy. I want to not have anything bother me. I want to be continue with my running and things I'm doing and do well with that. That makes me happy. Um, I've always said that I'd rather make less money at a job and enjoy the job and enjoy my life than to work all day, you know, tw you know, 10, 12 hours a day, six days a week and have more money, but not be able to spend it or be happy with it. So um, I've never really, I mean, I, I fell into a position once for a few years where I was working a lot, but other than that, I've never really had a job, allowed a job to take over my life to make me not happy. Um, relationships, important. You want to be happy. Anybody who has relationships know they're not always happy. They're always going to be up and down. So there's periods of time where you, you're like uh, not happy. Um, friends, you know, uh, I want my friend, I always want to have friends that are going to rely on me and I'm going to rely on them. And, 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 they're, and that it, it's a, it, it makes you happy when you feel like you can rely on other people. Um, so it's, it's all things like that. You know, um, it's just a group of different things that is as long as everything's going well and you feel not like you're miserable and going to want to die the next day and not care. Um, and you don't. No. Good. Okay. Uh, for me, I, I think I would echo most of the things that you just said, right? Being healthy, um, having friends and family around um, to either, you know, be influenced by or to influence or, to, you know, to, to, to be helpful to and, and to be able to do whatever, whatever I want to do that, that actually makes me happy, right? So whether it's working in the garden, traveling, backpacking, playing pickleball, like whatever all the things are, right? And at the same time, like those are all like, sound like fun things, right? But there's also, you know, we're, you know, for renovating our house or maybe we'll build a, you know, super awesome, efficient house someday um, or build an earthship. Um, those are the things that I would want to do. And if I can do them, then I'm happy, right? So. But you are happy now. And I'm happy now. And you better be. <laughs> Adam. That would just make you so, happier. <clears throat> happier. A couple comments for our representative of Gen Z. Everyone's mentioned health. I hope you take health for granted because of your age. Don't take it for granted. No, I think we do take it for granted when we're young. We don't take it for granted now in our 50s because everything hurts. All the old sports injuries, you know, <laughs> hurt and you got to wake up in the morning. It takes a little while to get going. So that's why you're hearing all this stuff about health. Pickleball, I don't know, this guy's elderly or something. It looks good for 86. <laughs> I don't know what's, what that's about. Everyone's think, into that. I think also the, the, the happiness thing... It, if, you know, maybe there's, there's, when you're younger, you have misconceptions that happiness is just all the time. And if you're not like on cloud nine all the time, maybe you're not happy. That's bullshit. When we make it to the top of a mountain, we're happy. When we turn around and see the, the lightning coming wait, in. Wait, 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 wait. When you make it to the top of the mountain, I'm miserable until I see like some of the, the views and, and get to relax a little bit. But there's a lot of misery that goes into it. But the overall... Well, yeah, that, yeah. that's good too, but that kind of builds into where I'm going. So for me, it's like maybe a, a second of nirvana and then, you know, instantly we got to get down safely, right? Happiness is fleeting. I don't think anybody can yeah. be happy in that sense all the time. It doesn't exist. Yeah. So, and maybe it's just semantics, but the way I describe it is content, right? You can be content with your life 24 seven if you're lucky. Not necessarily like happy, giddy all the time. That doesn't happen. That's, I guess, depending on what drugs you're yeah. on, it could happen. But that's, <laughs> I don't think that's a natural it's still state. Yeah. 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 Until you take more drugs. Mm -hmm. oh, and then yeah. you die. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Or you get very ill. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. All right. I think that's happy and that's success. What's next? Wait, I want to know what, what, oh, yeah, what makes you what's happy? your definition your of definition? happiness? Like like now and then like what you envision in the future. So I apologize if this is repetition, but I need a little introduction. So age, 
Okay. But, like, do who it. are you? All right. You're right next to me and you're in my house. I don't, hey, like, yeah. I don't know who this girl You guys didn't meet yesterday? I did, but oh. like, it was like I am briefly, yeah. yeah. Okay, fine. I've heard all about your house. Um, that it was like next to church and has all these rooms and then we were pulling up and Uncle Ray <laughs> What happened? What happened? <laughs> Did he choke on, a, on, a, on an ice or something? What happened? What I said, I was like, I heard that your house was next to church and has all these rooms. So I guess his mind could have gone a bunch of different places over there. We'll, we'll move on without him. Okay. We're at, we're anyway, at. it was nice to like make the connection today. I was like, oh, okay, I know who this is now, and now I'm in your house. Anyway, I'm Marissa. I'm 26 years old. 26, okay, that's important to me. Born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio. My mom is his sister, so that's how we're Still connected. Happy, which I know, <laughs> which I know. Yeah, um, I coach soccer for a pretty good high school team in Cleveland. Currently in a job transition, so looking to make a lot of money, hopefully very quickly we'll see how that goes um good luck with that i like to <laughs> why do you want to make a lot of money quickly because i want to invest and i want to have money for when i'm older and for my future children perfect create some generational wealth you've been listening to this guy we I talk think so. a lot <laughs> i think so we talk i think so <laughs> Well, I'm very excited only because, and I, I'm sorry, I know that this doesn't lead into the thing, but, you know, he talks about you guys and he talks about his sister. He talks about, but life goes very quickly. Yeah. And I have to say, I thought you guys were like 12 or something. <laughs> and then they show up oh and I'm like, God. wait a second. <laughs> yeah, like, like 12 so, years ago. Yeah, so he's like, he's, he's saying all these things and I'm like, oh, okay, so we'll have him on the podcast. I don't know how old they are. It's like 26. Time is... Time's moving. Very quick. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I know. I can't believe I'm 26. So, but you already sound like you have the wisdom of someone who's older 27. than 26. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think that, that it, it runs in the family and you, and you got something. So the thing is, though, I want to say very quickly, because I usually do that downstairs, I'm extremely happy that you're here. Thank you. One and two, I'm extremely happy that you're enjoying this whole thing that we're putting together because there's so many things that had to happen for you to sit there, right? So- but more importantly, we're in the same bracket with the same type of mentality. I think it's it's extremely important that you give us as much insight to these questions and these answers as possible. Even if you think it's something that someone doesn't want to hear, even if you think it's off, it, like we're not in the same bracket. And, the, and I feel the generations are changing so rapidly yeah. that we need a lot of insight to be able to keep this going and make it you know, um, relevant, right? Because for us, it may seem relevant, but I'm a little worried that for other generations, what we're saying and our perspective is not relevant. So let us know if it is. Let us know if we're way off, right? <laughs> okay. And whatever you could put in today or in, in the pre, and you know, in the future, call in or whatever, because you're pretty far away. Try to make the effort to do that. We'd really appreciate it. Do you want to know more about pickleball strategy? I love pickleball. So stay out of the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I have heard recently that a lot of people are getting injured from playing pickleball because they just think that they can come in and play despite them not playing anything or doing any type of physical activity. This, this, is, this is not yeah. your generation. You're <laughs> no. talking about these guys. Yeah. <laughs> talking about, tearing yeah. ACLs, They're brittle. They're brittle. Um, Breaking wrists. Achilles. Achilles and wrists. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Is that, yeah. That's just from playing or that's from fighting about who won the point? No. There's, there's, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's all from playing. They're yeah. old. Yeah. <laughs> so, Marissa, you didn't say anything about your uh, social media background. What's that? What's that all about? Yeah. So uh, I basically went to school, well, for business communication. And then I really focused on social media in grad school. I really like social media. It's ever changing every day. The trends are new all the time. And... I'm really interested in that because I think, especially with my generation and the one below, people are becoming so creative in what they're doing to the fact that they can like create um, like a revenue stream out of that to literally just create a video for five seconds. And it's like, okay, there's a thousand dollars for the month on that video. Um, I'm not an influencer or anything. I think that would be cool. But also I think it's making people very complacent so that way they don't have to like have a real job. But then again, it's like, why? If you're making money, it's a real job. Exactly. Why do you need a, a real job if you can just make YouTube videos? I think people don't realize, and we've discussed before, you, you think you go to college, you go get a 
job you sit in an office, but yeah. we've discussed, you can go sell hot dogs and make more money than somebody who has a college degree. So right. it doesn't matter as long as you money coming in. Right. So then the last few years, I'm like, wow, did I really just waste my time <coughs> going to college for five years? Because yeah, sure. It was fun. I got to play soccer and make some of my best friends. But in the end, I could have been doing something else for five years and have made a bunch of money. But if you had the chance, what let us know, what would you have done? Like, what is that example? Like, yeah, go what, back. What you're, you se you're 17 years old. Yeah. Would you do it differently? I think so, yeah. I used to be, like, really big into vlogging. I have so many saved videos from college and before. Uh, why not create a vlog? And people would be all over but that. what content? Like, what are With you what? vlogging Travel, about? my life. There's crazy things that happen in my life all the time. There's something. Like, I was supposed to come... What? Oh, I was supposed to come in... When was it? May, I think. And I was telling them this earlier, but I was like, oh, I feel like I haven't been challenged enough. Literally that night, my car broke down on the side of the highway at 2.30 in the morning. I was by myself. Some trucks are zooming by. And I was like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. I was supposed to leave tomorrow to go to the Poconos to visit my family. So I was like, hey, Uncle Ray, I'm not coming anymore. Uh, don't know what's wrong with my car. But if you'd called Johnny, you would have found out really quick. I guess, yeah. And now that I know you, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to feel very obligated to go there. So what, what was it? Basically, wait, 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 wait. Tell, them this, tell them what happened first and let Johnny diagnose it. Okay, so I'm driving. Everything's fine. And as soon as I get on the highway, my battery light comes on. Stop. Johnny, what is it? Belt could have gone, right? Serpentine belt. Okay. Could have been a lot of things. Okay, keep going. All right, so I'm continuing to drive. Then all the lights start flickering, and I'm like, oh, alternator. alternator. The alternator went. And I didn't know when your battery light comes on, you're supposed to pull over. Because if you don't, then once the battery goes, so you can't rely on the alternator. So in the future, it was at night, though. That's a bad example. But if you turned everything off in your car that you could possibly, radio, lights, everything, you could have gotten probably like 20 miles. Just to let you know. All right. I was a little more than 20 yeah. miles away from so home. Unfortunately, but Unfortunately, at least you know. But, yeah. you, but you could get to a, a place. Yeah. Right? Get to Gas station or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah, so I waited for AAA for like two hours. Didn't get home till 530. They had to tow my car to my car guy's shop. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So basically, there's always something off the wall that's happening in my life. And I think it would be funny to just like document that and show people like, it's okay that crazy things happen. But how do you like demonstrate the other side of that. So you can still find happiness. You can still be content in the bad situations and find a way to like, I don't know, be positive and joyful in that. So how did you, you, you told them that you weren't coming. How did it work out that you did come? No, that was a, uh, that was a different time? That was in May, yeah, so no, I didn't end up coming. That was a different one. Oh, okay. But now I'm here, you know, a few months late. So. Cool, it worked out. Yeah. So why aren't you just taking all that content and vlog stuff and just doing it now? Like, why do you say you should have done it? I guess I come up with excuses like, oh, I'm too busy. I have this. I have that. And if I'm working all day, I don't want to go home and then stare at my computer screen or phone screen for hours. So I think I could do it. I just have to create a following. So you're comfortable now. So yeah. you're doing something else. You're taking it in little pieces. Yeah. I mean, I have my own social media accounts and I just post like funny stuff on there. But I think if I were to take it seriously, like, it could... Off. And do you can you comment on your opinion on where it's going? Is it going to continue that that's still viable, or what's the next trend? What's what's going to be the next big thing? I have no idea what the next big trend. You is. know, you, you're smart and you have a lot of energy. I think if you put a lot of time into it, you can grow it. You can maybe even be as successful as Addict Static someday. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's possible. You know, the sky's the limit. We have tens and tens of listeners. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. And one or two that aren't related to us. Perfect. We're pretty cool. You guys that's, are big. That's funny. It's big. All right. Back to it. What other questions do you have for us? Uh, hold on. I wrote some down. Did you say I wrote some down and they're on the phone, not on paper? Paper? I have paper today. <laughs> and my journal's at your house. Okay. Um, how did you know you found the one when you were married? And um, how long have you been together? How long have Ray and I been together? Yeah. Of course. Um, since 1990. Something. 1980. 1990. 90. 
<laughs> and Ga- Gary and I since uh, 1989. Yeah. Yeah. It's all okay. swingers. Yeah, we swing. Gary, what about Gary and Johnny? We're going to have to have this removed, by the way. What about yeah, Gary right. and Johnny? Ed would have this all I met Gary at your house <laughs> not that long ago. Oof. 20 years? Before I was married, right? I've been married 18 years. I don't know. So I can answer you. So I've been married 18 years, and this is going to sound a little odd, but the, the what told me that it was the right person is that I was willing to marry her. <laughs> Very simple. <laughs> so I was never willing to marry anyone else, right? So that's freaking of romantic, time, dude. All of a sudden, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to cry. <laughs> no, I know, but I know it sounds, you know, oh. not as people think, but it's really just a mental thing, right? It's like you, you Romeo. see these things of the other person. And something in the back of your mind says, that's not the right person. Mm. And there's I, nothing like yeah, clarity I, to define. And then all of a sudden, one day you like meet someone, you'd be like, that's the person I'm going It doesn't need to be one specific thing. Yeah. It's just, you click. And I think, I think young people think that you meet somebody, you know, meet some person, you're like, this is the person and I know it. You never know it. Right. 20 years later, you're thinking, is this the right person? <laughs> Did I make a mistake? But I, I mean, I think there's, I don't believe in soulmates. I think there's many people out there who you can have a successful life with. Um, but I don't know if you ever really know. You just, but but you're right. Like I've dated people. I'm like, I can't hang out with this person long enough to be in a long-term relationship. And it's like somebody, they have to be your, pretty much like one of your best friends. And if you can hang out with them on a regular basis and you don't get tired of them, then that's probably somebody you can marry. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I would agree more with what Johnny said. Like you just know. Yeah. Can't you think? Ex- I don't can't, think can't you do Did you know? I'm going to go with Gary that if you take, you know, a hundred of your peers and select for, yes, maybe some similar politics, similar educational background, that maybe 20 out of those hundred, you could have a successful, happy I life I think less with. than that. Maybe, maybe it's less. Maybe, would you go with 10 to 20? Out of a hundred? Yeah. I would go with five. Wow. Okay. At most five. That's just- that's his, you're, you're more pessimistic than me. That's his personality. <laughs> then. No, no, I mean, yeah. I mean, well, you, I think it's the other way. You, you're kind, you're very hard to 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 live with. I, I imagine. Right? <laughs> so, I mean, I'm Janice would say that, but yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I'll take her opinion as gospel. Yeah, uh, me too. Now, but um, for me, yeah, of course. When, you know, in f- fifth grade, you think you find someone you're going to marry. Sixth grade, it's all you know. It, it just it continues, and then when you start to become like 10% of an adult sometime in your 20s where you have a, a shred of wisdom. Um, it is kind of maybe a hybrid of what all you guys have said. I mean, there's no document, there's no litmus test, there's no proof of anything. And even if there was a such thing as a soulmate, you're still going to have to work at it. Yeah, it's, you know, it's there's, there's bumps in the roads. I, you guys tell rough. me if I, I don't think I'm wrong in this, but there's times in any relationship where you just want to kill the other person. Nice. Yeah. I don't, maybe you're, maybe I'm saying it's more of an extreme, but there's definitely times like. And it goes both ways. Oh yeah. I'm not saying it's only us against the women. I'm saying the other way around too. Um, They didn't want to kill us too. Another thing interesting, because I only thought about it when they're talking about it, but something that you need to do, you need to analyze all the men in that person's life. If it's a man, I'm sorry, but whoever (laughs) they have, you you, you have to, because you know, this day and age. That's true. So. The thing is, is that my formula and my roadmap was set by my father, right? So it's like, and that's me only. I'm not saying everyone else. So I'm saying I approach that through the eyes of my dad, like what he showed me, right? And I just found someone very similar to what I saw that formula was. Yeah. You know. So wait, Johnny, you're, you're saying if Marissa has a, a serious partner that she should consider the other no, people I'm, in her partners. Yeah. Because, life? because if, if you look right, his, or yeah, his, cause you defined it, his <laughs> structure is set by the people who are around them. Right. So if you're looking for someone with a certain formula, you need to look at the other people who affected, affected yeah, the that's person. That's a good point. Yeah. So it's like, so fortunately I found someone very similar to that formula. So you're saying you're not necessarily marrying the individual, you're marrying the family. Oh, a hundred percent. 
and everyone here, I think, knows that if they if they have a large family, and Jennifer has a large family, so larger than we, yours, so, so do we. Yeah. So it's like if if I pick the you wrong you person, guys, like together, you're forty percent of the population so, in New Jersey. Yeah, I think. So trust me, if I pick <laughs> yeah. the wrong person, we wouldn't be sitting here, right? Yeah. You know, if I pick the wrong the person that wouldn't get along with Nini, my cousin who is like this with me, I wouldn't be sitting here. Right? Did you pick her? Or did she pick you? Same for I instigated and then she reciprocated, but it was me. <laughs> it was you, me. you wore her down. That's well, kind of what we, I did. We had the, okay. we had the, the specifically we had the help of another girl at work because we worked together for a short period of time. But that girl knew what I was trying to do and helped us out. So because you Good. know, got it. She found me a little bit obnoxious at the starting, like most people do. <laughs> Gary, did you pick Janice or did Janice pick you? Uh, I, I picked her. I don't know if I, did I ever tell you? Uh, um, well, you say know, it. she's older than me. Say it, say it. She's older than you? Oh, oh snap. Well, a lot older than me. <laughs> no way. How many years? Wait a second. Uh, all of our wives are older than us. No, not, not, no. not, not Johnny, but Ed also. Eight? I'm a smart man. You're, <laughs> you're what is yours? A year? <laughs> oh, a month? Two months? Bonnie's almost three weeks older than I am. <laughs> <laughs> and Ray is what? Two years older than you? Three? Oh, no, she's like uh, at least. a lifetime, four years older than me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Janice is over 12 years older than me. What? <laughs> <laughs> so when she I met her. Cradle, she robbed the cradle. <laughs> yeah. When I met her, um, I met her at a track meet and it was a, a submasters meet, which means you had to be at least 30 years or older to run. Okay. But I went to watch my friends and I was 26. She was 38. So she assumed when I was talking to her that I was at least that, even though I wasn't running. Yeah. Um, and then, and there was no real, not much internet back then. So it's not like she can go look it up, but, yeah. um, we got together and then she's like, you're younger than I thought, <laughs> but it was too late. Sure. Take time <laughs> was that already happening that it could lend itself to, an uh, I, I started losing my hair in college. Hair? So yeah, oh, okay. but I didn't, I still had hair back when I met her, just less. <laughs> All right. I'm just trying to see how she can get it. And wrong. she, and I think I've said this before too. She always said, it's okay if you have no hair, as long as you're not fat. Like you can be bald, just not fat. <laughs> not fat. That's yeah. the criteria. Yeah. Right. And you've held that, which is good. Yeah. That's why like I do my best. That's yeah. why I have to stay in shape. Otherwise she'll leave me. Right. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll kick you out and put her in that chair. That's, I like yeah. her. Bring Janice in. No, right. I want to hear Ray's story. Ray, Ray is the ultimate romantic. You guys know how he proposed, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. No. He asked his fiance's, well, I guess girlfriend's, at the time, girlfriend's <laughs> daughter. If it'd be all right if he married her mom. <laughs> How old was she at the time? Like five? Seven. Seven? And then she Seven. said, ew. And what did she say? No, I don't know what she She's did. pretty smart. She'd probably be like, it's okay. Yeah. You I don't even, it. I think she probably just said, she just rolled her eyes and yeah, didn't yeah. say anything. But who picked who? Well, if you ask me, I And I don't know her. why that's important. If, if you just... ask her, she'll say she picked me. Um, so maybe it's both. I believe way. <laughs> I believe way all the way. And I can see her sitting there and be like, Puck. And she'd be just like that. She's right, behind, was, she's right behind the curtain. Way, who's oh, right? she's doing it. She just did that. <laughs> <laughs> I know that look on her face. I picked him. Ah, <laughs> told you. <laughs> yeah, little does she know. Okay, let's, let's go it on. It was subliminal. We have a question from a caller for Marissa. Uh, I want to read it. What are some... I C K S. Ick. Ick. It's an ick. But it's a newer so term. D say. Does that mean like, well, what does that what mean? What makes you, what's yucky? Yeah, what well, like yucky? bothers you. Okay. Like icky, gross. Yeah. Make me come on podcasts. Why is it capitalized? Makes me think it's an acronym for some other thing. It's not just like icky. You'll just be like, say yeah. somebody. I can't know shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> he changed it. He did. That went perfect. <laughs> yeah. Answer the question. That's true. Like, say you chew really loud, and somebody be like, "Oh, that's like an egg for me." But is that? Is that? Are you saying that's a generation X thing? Generational. So, is oh, he's just giving an example. Of it. I, okay. Yeah. Wait. What did you say? No. Obviously, the answer should be something more than that. Oh yeah, like, I was just like, saying it as generational. An example, like, yeah. This is this yeah. is very important. So, what are some eggs that Gen Z has for Gen X? Are we Gen X? Yes, we're X. Man. Okay. I don't know what I am. I always forget. You're an X. All right, I'm an X. <laughs> I'm gonna write Born this down. from 1964 to oh, 1980, boomers. something like that. Boomers. I don't know. We're solid X. Is there man. any? So I'm, I'm going to tell you something that you will come back in 20 years and, and been, you'll think about. It's like Gary was right. There's never going to be a time in your life where you think you're old. Like you're going to be like our age, and you're going to still look at people younger, like I look at you, and think we're the same age. 
And then you realize very you're not, weird. but it's you always, strange. you always, you never like mentally you always think of yourself as a young person. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you still hurt. I mean, your body hurts differently, but you think I'm a young person. Mm-hmm. I say that to myself well, every birthday. Old, I was like, should I be acting differently? No. Old, old yeah. is always 10 years older than your age. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And it, it's just, and, and yes, you'd still think you're 17 in your head for the rest of your life. And <laughs> oh at some God. point it just means you're yeah. a dirty old man. So now you... <laughs> It makes more sense. Like when you hear these stories about the, I mean, I don't say it's okay, but you hear these get like 60, 70, 80 year old men, like trying to hit on a 20 year old girl. Cause they think they're that young. Mm. <laughs> like I think it's Must just, they be. don't think they're any different. That's right. Awesome. <laughs> I mean, we'll check back in 30 I, years. I, and see only how you know, I only know one formula on how that works. Formula. Yeah. Half only your one. age and whatever or no. something. No, he's Not talking money. That's the only time that works. <laughs> All right. So let's hear it. Yeah. All right. I would say one ick that Gen Z definitely has for Gen X is the constant, maybe not from you guys, but people are just like always looking down on us. Like, oh, they think they're so smart. They think this, they think that. Just, a lot just of- so you know, every generation feels that way about the younger generation. Well, it's not unique. Well, so that, that, I think that is pretty common, but I think we're different in the sense. I mean, that's why you're sitting there. I, I think that Gen Z is way more emotionally advanced than Gen X was at the same age. Uh, advanced? So time, yeah. out, time out, guys. We have a, we have a caller. We have a caller. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to drop in on this one. And now the caller just hung up. So we're going to go back. Okay. Call back. <laughs> All right. So, um, so wait. So do you think it's substantiated? Any Any like... Maybe a little bit or less hang, correct. Hang so let's take this call. The call's coming back in. <laughs> Hello. Hello. All right. You're on Attic Static. Hi, caller. What's your question? What's hey, your I'm calling, to the, I'm calling into the men that are married to Cougar show. <laughs> it's a kid. That, uh, that only is, I think, Gary. <laughs> yeah, no, well, wait, three well, wait weeks. a second. Three weeks. Cougar has nothing to do with age differential. <laughs> sure it does. Cougar, That's no, the definition. It, no, it doesn't. Cougar is just 40 and up, right? Or no, 40 to 50 something or 60. And no, then at some point no. you get saber tooth and, and so on. All right, forget about Hold the definition. On. What's the question? Yeah. Come on, Steven. What's the question? Wait, he didn't I say his name. Steven. <laughs> <laughs> Steven's a, a repeat caller. He's a repeat yeah. caller. Repeat, a, repeat offender. I'm a chronic caller. <laughs> What's up, buddy? All right. So I, I don't have any dating questions or, or, or any marital questions, you know. Because this is a guy so, that calls in the Howard Stern and lights his farts on fire. Are <laughs> <laughs> you going to say Baba Booey and hang up? <laughs> no, I'm the one that puts some pump in my pool house. So uh. Put it in the pool. <laughs> All right. All seriousness. Okay. I have a serious question. Okay. All right. So it's a real estate question. This is for you, Marissa. All right. So I'm going to buy a piece of property. Should I pay cash for it? Should I finance it? And if I should, if I'm going to finance it, how much should I put down the minimum or as, or should I just minimize my monthly payment? Depends. Next. What kind of property? <laughs> Multifamily, single family, what? Wait, is it, are we talking about investment Con- property or to live in? Just ask that. Condo unit, Sorry. it's uh, investment slash living. Do you Second need property. to Second home. Do you need to pay cash for it to be cash flow positive? Um, well, I'm not worried about cash flow at this point, but maybe down the line, five years from now, yes. Well, interest rate, I mean, unless you have uh, some sort of special connection to get the 2% that was out there a couple of years ago, you're looking at like 7% now, right? So, I mean, that's, that's not a terribly attractive way to, to go if you're talking standard, you know, 30-year fixed. Sure. The other uh, approach is just get it. It's going to go down. And when it does, refinance. You're not locked in for right. 30 years just because you bought a 30-year fixed mortgage. Yeah. So, the, okay. so, so to me, part of the question is like, how do you want to make this as an investment, right? So, so real estate, the best part of, usually the best part about real estate is that you can leverage your money, right? You can put down 20% and you get to buy the whole thing. So at least money down is possible. So usually that's the case, right? Now that that might not always be possible or financially, you know, beneficial if interest rates are too high or whatever. But as Adam said, yeah, if it's a good deal, you make the deal happen. And this is what someone else told us, make the deal happen. And you can always refinance later. You can always figure it out. 
and do something else, right? Mm -hmm. But you don't want to lose the deal just because you got seven percent on your mortgage instead of six percent on your mortgage or whatever, right? Right. Uh, um, so I would I would usually suggest leverage as much as possible, which means finance okay. it and put as little down as you can. I agree. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for calling. Thanks, Steve. Cougar Steve. So back to her. This is very important. So you continue with the thing on on, on your generation versus ours, but elaborate on what you just said, like, like looking down on you or whatever, like, yeah. do you think it's substantiated? Does it have any substance behind what one generation is complaining about the other? Yeah. Is this anecdotal, right? like from a couple <clears throat> of your experiences directly, or do you really think this is generation wide? And if so, what, what are you basing that on? I would say I've seen it across like multiple people. So generations um, like in different parts of the world or different places that I've been in. So I don't know, like I would say it's, I've had friends who have like experienced the same thing as well too. In, in what way though? Like how are, like when you say Gen X looking down on Gen Z, right? What does that mean? Like we think you don't pay attention in school or you don't, you don't, you don't know how to do math or you're not good at sports or you're like, what is it that we, I think a big part of that is technology. So they're always on their phone or um, social media this, social media that. It's a lot of like because of the shift and change in technology. So I think it's worse even for the people under me. They've had phones their whole lives. And it's like we can't control the Internet. We don't control technology as a whole. So like we, it's not our fault that we grew up with it. But I think it's kind of like negatively impacted us. In a sense. So us looking down on you by saying, oh, you guys are always on your phones, right? Like that's, that's. Yeah, that's it's just like thing, petty right? stuff. I wouldn't say it's like ingrained in my head, like, oh, I think these people actually hate me. But it's just like an ick. It's annoying. So it's really like a misunderstanding. We yeah, misunderstand yeah, I would the generation. Say so. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, I agree. But I also think it's, it's the, it is, I think you said it, right? That it's always that way, right? Our parents thought, you know, we listened to the wrong kind of music. Why are you watching a movie on a VHS player when you could go whatever? Like, yeah. you know, screw that Model T. There's nothing wrong with my horse right here. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Seriously, it's it, it's just a pattern that repeats itself. Yeah. yeah. But two things that that give me insight to what you just said is is certain things that happen in your life, right? So my cousin owned a cellular one dealer in New Brunswick when I was very young. So I had a, a cell phone in high school. It was one of the only ones. Was it one? Was it like huge? So I had the <laughs> and, and the antenna no, that like no. goes hit my sister. Hello! My sister had that, but I had the the larger ones, and then I was able to because he would always get the flagship model. I was able to see the phone get smaller. So I had the like the Star Tac Elite, all these. Remember how they kept getting smaller, smaller, smaller. Now they get bigger, yeah, and bigger, so, and bigger. So the thing though is that, and it's it's interesting because when I got married, and a, a second part of it is that I'm always on my phone for my job, right? My Jennifer was always complaining when we first met and when we first married. You're always on your phone. Blah, 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 blah. Now, it's exactly what I tell her. Right? I said, look, babe, you remember that? <laughs> 15 years ago, you were always complaining. No, now I can't get you off your phone. It's just you guys had it. Right. And we didn't. But when you have it and you can get into that habit, it'll happen to any generation. Because I can't get my father off his phone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's 78 years old. So I think it has a lot to do with perspective, right? They didn't have the tool. You guys have the tool. And maybe the complaint is how you use the tool. And that's a different story. But I definitely, I agree with you. Only because I saw it from a different perspective. Yeah. This is a bigger topic, though. I mean, do you think your generation uses it to the exclusion of physical, you know, face-to-face contact and you're worse off for it? Or do you think that it's so much easier to be candid on a phone that you actually can develop relationships more quickly? I think I see both sides. COVID for sure was some, uh, during that phones really brought people together. I would say like you couldn't go anywhere. That was kind of the only way people could be connected. I do think there was like a negative downfall to that. People were getting anxiety. People were like socially awkward now. They can't step into those social spaces anymore because they get anxious or any other emotion that they're feeling comes to them. And it's like, what do you mean, though? Like a year ago, you were able to communicate. You were extroverted. You were able to have fun with all these people. And now it's like, oh, no. So you think it's, it's driving, it's pushing people more towards introversion? I think so. I think there's been a lot of studies based on that, too. I've 
seen it in church. I've seen it just on social media, like different articles. Mm -hmm. yeah. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so I think there has to be like a fine line drawn and people really need to just like... I mean, look, look attention. at my life. You got two, two. phones, man. I, I don't think Fair. you can draw a fine Fair. line. You don't the, think? Cat's out of the bag. This ain't going away. This is going to go to, you know, AI and, and, and virtual stuff before we get to a point where we're talking more face-to-face. It's face. embedded. It's going to become embedded. It's not going anywhere until there's a, you know, some, a solar flare that wipes out all of our technology, right? Including us? No, just our technology, right? <laughs> Unless you're going to go hide out in a Faraday box, you're, you're screwed, right? Johnny, you can tell us more about that. No, I, I think it's just that. I, I think the conversation <laughs> I just kind of like like this lame a little. You can blow it up, right? Because like I work and I'm very closely related to a millennial and it and there was a learning curve. Solar flare, dude. Faraday box. No, it's going to be north and south pole switching. You know, my That's first gonna my first really warm sleeping bag was called a solar flare. That was the, that's, what <laughs> that's right, buddy. Right. I remember that first time he didn't freeze to death. I still have it. He died six times before he was 25 years old. <laughs> but most people don't know that. We have her here. To thaw him out in the morning. It's important to just keep extrapolating <laughs> those ideas and those things that you guys see that we can't see and the reasoning behind it, right? Yeah. So aside from the phone, right, there's content on the phone, there's things that you do on the phone. So what can your generation flip the script and teach us what what would you want if i if you could be the teacher and we're first day in college and say <laughs> this is what i need your generation to learn what would you do what would you say what, what would you teach us oh my gosh i would say one is communication so obviously communication changes rapidly vernacular the way people say things so i think it would be weird to start to like introduce different Say like words. So like we like yeah. we need we need to all be on Urban Dictionary or something, right? Sure, but yeah. like not all the words are like super appropriate that are on Urban Dictionary. But like the word bruh, so that's <laughs> something that's big. And I can share that with Uncle Ray and be like, "What's up, bruh?" And he's like, "Yeah, bruh." <laughs> so it's nice to be able to relate just on little things like that. So communication, I think, is a good one. Finding spaces to relate, no matter what. So like. It would be cool to like learn your story. What's your background? Um, what are the things that you like to do? I think really like developing relationally is very important. Um, not just for like me and my friends, but like I love talking to older people, learning wisdom, gaining wisdom from them. And what can I take from your life that I can implement in my life to like one day be successful? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I two, like that. two quick things. So I'll go the opposite now. <laughs> okay. So I want you to criticize your own generation. Okay. So what would you say is the biggest downfall? The biggest downfall. Technology is a big one right now. I think people are too invested in creating things within the phone instead of relationally. I think communication lacks, like the, what I just said. Um, not what I just said, but like we need to communicate better with you guys, but we also need to learn to communicate ourselves. I think that's a really big one because people can't even do it themselves in my age bracket. When you say they can't communicate, what do you mean? They don't in person talk to each other or they don't speak well in public? Or, or they don't understand themselves? or All of the above, I think. I think there's a big identity issue in my generation or in America even. People, I'm sure you've seen people like identify as cats now and walk around high schools and like pee in litter boxes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do that. Sometimes. <laughs> sure, sure. It's fun. <laughs> I don't know. People are just finding their identity in interesting things. And I think if people were all just like coherent and on the same level, and obviously we're not all going to be on the same level, but like if we could just like come together and figure out something, it's just weird how people are. Looking for different ways to communicate than just standard ones, right? And it, yeah. it's not very effective. See, now if Ed was here, we could have him tell us the story of the Tower of Babel. Yeah, that's where I think we are. And I don't have a good enough grasp of it to make the point clearly. But, you know, the idea is that everybody is speaking a different language so that it gets to a point where we just can't really communicate anymore. Yeah. yeah. You get a babble fish. <laughs> do you know what that's from? No, I do. No. I thought this was it. Babble fish is from uh, Hitchhiker's <laughs> Guide to the Galaxy. I thought, I thought this was the you new Take a babble fish, put in your ear, and you can understand it. Sorry, Ed. <laughs> nice. True story. All right, so um, we are getting close to the end. Uh, do you have any other questions for us? 
No, I don't think so, no. I feel like you do, and you're hiding it. Just say it. I don't, Gary. Yeah. She wants to say, like, why are you guys such dorks? But she's trying to be polite, you know, Ohio, Midwest, you know, trying polite. Is that a stereotype? We're pretty Total stereotype. People. Okay. It's not. From the Midwestern people are, are definitely not the same okay. as East Coast. No, which uh, yeah. town? Cleveland. 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 Okay. Yeah. Hello, Cleveland. <laughs> Is that a every, show? Every time. Oh, man. No, uh, WKRP in Cincinnati. No. Um, the, the movie um, Spinal Tap. Yeah! Never saw it. I didn't either, but I know it. Oh, my God. Never saw it. And Gary! Come on, let's play that. Let's hear that sound bite. I want to hear the Gary one. <laughs> okay. Ready next week. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody. So don't you have a sibling? Yeah, she's How sleeping. She's sleeping downstairs. downstairs. She's 22. Oh, well, she's here. Not communicating. Oh, I thought she was older. No? No, 22. Oh. Jen, no, That's younger. Sleeping? What room is she in? She's on a couch, I think. On the couch? Downstairs, on your couch. <laughs> wake wake <laughs> her up. She's on the next po- uh, episode here. We have a lot of couches. <laughs> I just don't want her to, like, All right. Thanks, everybody. the wrong way. <laughs> All right. That's a wrap for today, folks. Thanks for everything. Marissa, thanks for joining us. Thank you. And Ed, sorry we missed you today. I'm um, Ed. Ed, where is it? What happened? Um, he forgot. Uh, where, where's your Thank you for listening to the Addict Static Podcast. If you like what you heard, please like and subscribe and feel free to leave a comment below. Or come check us out at our website at addictstaticpod.com. And stay tuned for new episodes out every Monday.